0: RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Thursday morning rolls around pretty quick, and it's my absolute pleasure to welcome Lindsay Perigo again to our program here at RCR for Perigo's perspective. And we caught up last weekend. That was a very nice uh, occasion, Lindsay. Thanks for inviting me along. You know, it's always good to catch up.
1: My pleasure, and very much the pleasure of the others who were there, all of whom are doting admirers of Paul Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and for good reason. Too and much. Thoroughly enjoyed the opportunity
0: to meet you. Too much to be it. No, no it was a, a, a great um, a couple of hours. Really enjoyed the chatting. We boy, we ranged uh, on quite a few things, didn't we? I don't mm-hmm. think we. I don't think we actually talked about the the coke in the White House, though. Did we actually get to
1: that? Well, we didn't know as much then as I've just found out. That coke was blown up by the Secret Service. The evidence has been destroyed. Oh, okay, they, not blown up a nose. Oh, it was that as well. The blow was blown up. <laughs> and, <laughs> they blew it up? Yes. Oh, my and golly. Closed the inquiry, saying they had not been able to obtain any DNA evidence, fingerprints, Nothing. Yeah, right. And then they blew it up, and said case closed. So I think we can be absolutely sure the blow is Hunter's.
0: Well, of course. I mean, or, well, unless it's Joe doing it, it or could be Joe's know,
1: blow. Yes,
0: or the wife, <laughs> Jill, Doctor Jill. Mm. Who knows? Uh, who knows? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who oh, knows? Oh, very droll, Mr. And Brennan. Do you think there would have been a
0: puff of white powder, the I explosion? I you know? have no
1: idea because naturally, uh, leading a sheltered life as I do, I'm not familiar with these matters, but I I don't know what phenomena occur when you blow
0: up cocaine. So do they send in one of those, you know, the army have those robots that they send in and and kind of deal with things like that? I wonder if they did that.
1: I don't have the details as to w- who did it exactly, but it was at the instigation of the Secret Service, which is hmm. unheard of. Maybe the, the same p-
0: the same people who did the Nord Stream pipeline.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't go there this morning.
0: Where are we going, Lindsay? Because I'm going to give you the floor. Uh, Are you ready for that? Are you ready for this? Yes, yes. I'm waiting for these words. Okay. Lindsay, the floor absolutely belongs to you right now.
1: What a piece of work is a man. How noble in reason. How infinite in faculty. In form and moving. How express and admirable. In action. How like an angel. In apprehension, how like a god, the beauty of the world, the paragon of animals. These words of Hamlet were at the forefront of my mind on Saturday night, as I watched the express and admirable form and moving of the All Blacks against the Springboks. What pieces of work those men, what gods, what animals. Richie Maunger, Aaron Smith, Barrett, Barrett, and Barrett, Will Jordan, Shannon Frizzell, all of them. What a show. As a child, I eschewed rugby. I was hopeless at it, didn't understand it, or the point of it. I did listen to commentary on the big matches, but that was because of the commentator. Winston McCarthy. He was mesmerising. And here is Clark to take a long-range penalty kick for New Zealand. Seven yards inside halfway. And I would say 12 yards from his right-hand touchline. Now he's got a kick into a bit of a breeze here. But for a man of his calibre, that bit of a breeze might not matter if it doesn't go particularly high. Because they say a well-hit golf ball into the wind. The wind never worries it. That back comes Clark now. He moves up, he's kicking, and it's a long one! Listen! It's the goal! And that's the one that does it, Winston. It's the goal! That's the one that does it, I think, and look at that crowd again. The Uh, crowd is going absolutely crazy over on the bank! New As I grew up and realized what was what with me, even the soft porn aspect of all these athletic young men in tight shorts chasing each other, grappling and groping in sprightly dance in pursuit of a ball didn't draw me into rugby. The commentary remained stellar and still does from Grant Nisbet and Tony Johnson and eloquent ex-All Blacks such as Jeff Wilson and Justin Marshall. But it's only of late, as evil woke fascism has come to permeate almost everything, that I have become really passionate about my rugby, because rugby seems to be the last holdout against woke fascism. Rugby is systemically... Impregnably, magnificently anti woke. The men of rugby don't get pregnant or pretend they're able to. All blacks don't seek to play for the black ferns, creating an uneven playing field. There are no safe spaces for snowflakes on the rugby field. There are no safe spaces or snowflakes, period. Everywhere is unsafe. And all Blacks' pronouns are he, him, and his, unashamedly. Players are, where they are, entirely on their merits. There are no diversity, equity, and inclusion quotas in the selection of an all Black. Odd, isn't it? how genuinely diverse the palate is in the absence of such evil. The unabashed object of rugby teams is to win against their opponents. If the loser's feelings are hurt, tough. Preceded as they are by a ferocious war dance, Mm -hmm. rugby matches are toxic masculinity at its most glorious. Objective rules are scrupulously enforced, by impartial referees, even in the face of jeering crowds who are not impartial. No element of, sigh, I just don't feel like disallowing forward passes today, or at any rate, all black forward passes. Maybe I could rouse myself if the South Africans do it. If only the U.S. Department of Justice and FBI were like our rugby referees when it comes to Beijing Biden the bastards' attempts to put Orange Man bad in jail. And the rugby crowds are back, maskless, joyous and free, as before Jacinda Jackboot's disgusting lockdowns and mandates as delightfully, deliriously crazy as they were in that Winston McCarthy clip. So were they at the Wimbledon final, where the gods Novax and Alcaraz took their heavenly final down to the wire, in form and moving, how express and admirable, the beauty of the world, the paragon of animals, what pieces of work. But then, at some point, one is painfully reminded of the menstrual parts of Hamlet's monologue, where the sky itself, this majestical roof ferreted with golden fire, is nothing but a foul and pestilent congregation of vapors. Man is but the quintessence of dust. And one reflects that woke fascism rules evil politicians and bureaucrats on huge salaries paid to them by us are still hell-bent on destroying our freedom. The vile disinformation project proceeds apace. Big sister Jacinda Jackboot is watching you online. That's her special job now. How edifying and gratifying that, in spite of it all, The trophy being contested on Saturday night was the Freedom Cup.
0: We are with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.